Dateline July 10th, 2010. Well, good day, folks. It's Steve Fisher here with the uh, Airplane Geeks Australia Desk for episode 155. Now, this one's going to be a bit of a bits and pieces episode of our own, actually, because unfortunately, uh, Grant and I have not been able to sync up tonight to uh, record our segment as usual, which is uh, pretty rare, but uh, sometimes these things happen. So, uh, Grant's pre recorded a little segment here. He's going to talk about Tiger Airways and their uh, current troubles. And uh, boy, uh, if you thought they were in trouble last week when we spoke to you, well, it's even worse now for them with their uh, grounding being extended. So, uh, Grant, take it away. Hey, gang. Well, unfortunately, Steve and I weren't able to synchronize our time schedules and get ourselves recording tonight at the same time. So uh, here's my little bit about Tiger. Yes, Tiger. Grounded last week, continuing to be grounded this week, grounded ongoing all the way into August. In fact, they're going to be grounded right through Oshkosh. Uh, Unless something goes very right for them, they won't be allowed to fly again until August the 1st. And many are saying they're not going to be flying ever. That's it. It's time to end. I don't know. We'll see what happens. They've got some pretty good people working there but unfortunately their management structures and so on have let them down it would appear uh, a little bit of arrogance and ego that we've seen Crawford Ricks the Australian CEO is gone he's out by the end of the month while uh, Tony Davis the CEO of the entire group has come down from Asia and he is now running things here many say he's the one who's caused most of the problems so uh, whether his head's on a platter or not or whether uh, Crawford Ricks and a few others are going to be the scapegoats remains to be seen pretty full-on stuff going on here folks uh, Tiger were getting in trouble with the ACCC the Competition Council because they were trying to sell tickets for after the 9th of July. Their initial grounding was only till the 9th and the ACCC stepped in and said, hang on, how can you sell tickets when you don't really know that you're going to be flying? That's not good. So once again, they've gone up against the ACCC and had their um, their paw smacked, you might say, and they've had to stop selling all tickets until everything gets resolved. Uh, it has been confirmed that it was the same pilot who did the last two altitude violations. However, the first one that most people know about on approach into Melbourne, they descended to 2000. On their uh, paper charts, it said 2500. In the computer system, using a third-party database, it had 2000 as the minimum altitude. Uh, that error came in through an update of the database that was not caught. The Safety Bureau and CASA are saying that these guys should have had a process in place to check any third-party database updates so that it would have been caught either way that was the reason for the first altitude bust the second one uh, which apparently was the same captain flying they haven't really got a direct explanation for that one at the moment but yeah amazing stuff tiger still grounded the other two airlines are enjoying it picking up more passengers and uh, in case you hadn't noticed a lot of the airfares have gone up Uh, they were quite low at first but now that tiger's been grounded those fares have started going up surprise surprise anyhow folks we'll keep you posted hopefully uh next ausdesk we'll be able to synchronize our watches and get in on the same time zone. For now, I'm Grant McCarran signing off. Well, thanks, mate. And, uh, yeah, there you go. So Tiger Airways now, it's come out tonight too that uh, the pilot in question here that uh, busted minimums that we talked about last week, turns out that uh, there'd been an incident uh, a few weeks earlier uh, at Melbourne Airport. And uh, as it turns out, it was the same pilot that was involved in that incident as well, uh, coming in uh, what we believe to be 500 feet below the uh, that particular step altitude, which was uh, 2,500 feet for the sector he was in coming into Melbourne Airport this day. Now, these two incidents on their own, you would think wouldn't be enough just to ground the airline, but uh, yeah, there are a lot of other factors at play there, not the least of which is politics, of course. You know, some people have speculated that CASA uh, is doing a great job here and uh, showing how tough they are by grounding an airline. I'd probably make the point here that it's an airline with only 10 aircraft in it. And uh, it would be interesting to see if they took such a harsh line with a larger airline like Virgin or Qantas. Qantas, of course, being the largest airline uh, collectively in this country. So anyway, we'll see where that goes.
Now, the other news that's uh, big down here at the moment is, of course, uh, today has been known as uh, Carbon Sunday. Uh, In my opinion, a rather dark day in Australia's political history. Today is the day that the uh, much-vaunted carbon tax was announced by uh, Prime Minister Julia Gillard. And uh, the aviation angle here is uh, quite interesting because uh, the carbon tax will be applied to, amongst other things, fuel, but not all fuel. There's been a lot of political uh, argy-bargy going on to try and limit the uh, the damaging impact of a carbon tax. And uh, so what they've decided to do at least with motor vehicle fuel, is exempt uh, standard petrol or gasoline if you're American uh, and some diesel fuel depending on uh, who's using it. Uh, With regard to aviation fuel, just looking here at an article that's uh, been published in the uh, Daily Telegraph, which is a Sydney paper, a news limited publication, uh, they're saying here that uh, the carbon tax will apply to aviation fuel for domestic aircraft but not for international aircraft. Uh, so it's it's interesting to see what they're looking at doing here. I would assume that's because, and Qantas has been quite uh, vocal here, particularly Qantas, they're already quite heavily exposed uh, when it comes to this sort of stuff and uh, their opinion, and I'd have to say being an opponent of carbon tax, I'd have to agree with this, this would make it even more difficult for them to compete with uh, their international rivals uh, if they're going to have to pay an Australian carbon tax on top of the, uh, the jet fuel that they're buying already. So it's looking like at the moment that at the $23 per tonne level that they're starting with, uh, this would add about $0.06 a litre to uh, the cost of uh, the various different aviation fuels, increasing to more than $0.10 by 2014, 2015, and then uh, from 2015 onwards, uh, there'll be an increase every six months. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, not a good thing. And, of course, uh, both the airlines have said, and like many other businesses in this country, that they're not in a position to absorb this cost and they'll have no other choice but to pass it on to consumers. Uh, So, yeah, a pretty dark day in my humble opinion. I'm sure that a lot of people have uh, lots of other opinions on that. There's been a a lot of opinion flying around Australia at the moment uh, with regard to this. And, um, boy, we're in for some interesting times. But there you go. So uh, we'll leave it there for this week. Uh, Hopefully Grant and I will be back together next week. And, of course, the week after we'll be uh, on a plane and heading across to the United States to uh, head off to Oshkosh Uh, but fear not the Australia desk will still be along for you in fact um, another member of the PCDU team will be filling in we'll just leave that a mystery for now but uh, we we think the studio will be here in good hands so until next week on behalf of Grant McCarran I'm Steve Vischer cheers folks